Welcome, everybody, to another Live and Amplified Livecast. We are sitting here again with Daniel Cedarberg trying to go unnoticed <laughs> in that hot pink shirt. We're sitting back here Looking in the... Good. <laughs> we're sitting here in the back of Stellar Coffee with some personal good friends of mine, Gleewood. How's it going today, guys? Good. Awesome, good. man. Thanks for having us, dude. Oh, not a problem. You guys, we've always wanted to get you on here. We just... You guys are so freaking busy. You're always traveling, always going somewhere. Well, we try to. Yeah. So um, what we usually do is we just kind of sit here and talk shop music, try and keep it strictly music, no politics, none of the... Uh, oh, really? Because I came on here with an agenda. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, <laughs> agenda today. Oh. Uh, that has we nothing have a to do with our you. new album release, but more our political and... Uh, uh, Okay, joke's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so you guys are getting ready to play here in Roswell for the probably 100th time. <laughs> um, but you guys are here for a very special reason. You're here for your new album. And That's right. Boom. What's the uh, name of that album? It's titled Sweet, Sweet Time. Okay. And it's our second full-length studio album. Okay. Um, the last one that we uh, produced was three years ago, so it's taken a while to get this next one out. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of the time references um, on the album itself and through the material. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And um, you guys are playing tonight at Pecos Flavors? Yep. At 7 o'clock. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you guys like about playing here in Roswell? Why do you guys keep coming back? Is it the wrestling match going on upstairs or what? That, I mean, you guys are just... Boom, you're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you it's always awesome. got something going on, man. I love Roswell. It's uh it's it's really encouraging uh to to route other bands through here and to tour the country and then come back to southern New Mexico and experience, you know, everything that's going on down here in New Mexico. There's a whole there's a whole Americana uh roots music revival going down on it you know in this part of the states and uh, roswell's very much a part of that nice. you know with secret circus studio and with what you guys are doing and and all um, the venues and all the musicians here and yeah just you guys the people here in roswell are friends and 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 all of that that's why we keep coming back and we just have so much fun at every show mm-hmm. there's always something memorable that happens and and uh, we just can't help but come through here whenever we get a chance because i know a lot of the bands that we've talked with and interviewed and worked with from Rideau, so they've had nothing but nice things to say about you guys, and my response is always, yeah, we know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're really nice, you guys are really nice, you've always been cordial to me, even though I've only worked with you probably on the uh, Whiskey Sioux yeah. Yeah. music video, I was up there for a little bit. When that was were, fun, man. Yeah. That was awesome, I think in the, in the official video, you can see Several of you guys, like some shadowy figures yeah. in the back for a couple scenes. I think that's kind of fun. It yeah. goes really well with, with the song. Yeah, I like absolutely. it. Absolutely. You guys are like headbanging in the back. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> it is by far one of my favorite songs of yours. I, oh, I listen thanks, to it man. on repeat quite frequently. So oh, that's who it is. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably am about a third of the talent. <laughs> no, but I do listen to it a lot. It is a good song. I really enjoy it. Um, so, well, somebody... <laughs> no, actually, I think they're just cleaning out some trash up there or something. Um, but what we usually do is try and just talk about the art, the creative process, and stuff like that. So sure. let's take it back to when you first started with music. What's what was your, what got you into music? Hmm. 
Well, um, I remember, you know, growing up with my older sisters, they were always, uh, they were always into punk rock and, uh, you know, their friends, I remember just riding in the cars with them. They had their wallets of CDs. Remember, yeah. everybody used to carry those around. Yep. And uh, they were listening to, you know, all the punk rock bands and, and uh, stuff coming out of the late 90s. And uh, I always enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'd, you know, get in their cars when they were out doing stuff. And I'd just rummage through their CDs and go through everything they had. And then one day, I remember, um, my, my sisters didn't listen to a whole lot of rock and roll, but somebody had lent her a Led Zeppelin CD, okay. which I had never heard of them before. And I, uh, I put it in there, and I forgot the name of the band, uh -huh. but the sound that came out of the stereo was just, it was just, it was huge. I had been looking for a sound like that, and I didn't even know it. And it was, it was a while later, I was probably 12 or 13, when I rediscovered what that band was when yeah. I finally heard him again. I was yeah. like, hey, that's that's that band. And uh, from there, you know, I just started getting into the old school rock and roll stuff and the old school folk songwriting of the 60s and 70s. And that was just a, that was kind of the the start of it for me. But I didn't start really playing guitar until I was a late teenager. Okay. And then really when I met Callie Sue, uh, did I really start, start focusing on music. And I was 18 at that time, so... Cool. Yeah, um, I grew up with a really musical and, and creative family. Like, they're all cowboys and ranchers and stuff, but they've traveled everywhere and they all really enjoy music and dancing and, and art and everything. So it just really was just ingrained in me. Um, yeah, exactly. Everybody's pickups from the feed truck to your town truck mm -hmm. <laughs> had music in it. And, um, I mostly listened to classical and Celtic music okay. when I was growing up. Um, that was kind of more my passion. So whenever mm -hmm. I started listening, kind of my first introduction into like rock and roll and blues was Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm -hmm. And I heard that and I was just same kind of thing. I was pretty young and I was like, what is that? What is that? And then it just kind of led down the rabbit trail. But I didn't pursue playing music or or like writing or anything. I, I was into other creative endeavors and I wasn't really um, thinking that I would play music for a living <laughs> at all. And then when I met Jet, we kind of started singing together a little bit and that was fun. And then when we made the first album with Jeff Lennon here in Rodoso, mm -hmm. I mean Roswell, is whenever I picked up the bass, like literally. And they're like, well, your hands are empty and we need a bass player. And so that's kind of how that went. So the past three years has really been my education in music. And it's still going, thank goodness. <laughs> I've got a lot to learn. So what are your some of your influences? I know we you briefly just kind of talked about it with Led Zeppelin and all that. But like for the band, when you sit down to like write or write new music, who do you draw influence from? Well, we, um, we draw a lot of influence from... Uh, progressive folk bands um, out of the out of the late 60s which was kind of like the reflection of when music came over from Britain got amplified electrified turned to rock and then went back over to Britain and they started infusing folk instruments and ballads with rock rhythms um, a lot of their songs were uh, really spiritually and, and politically driven songs with a message a lot of interesting stuff with interesting time signatures and um, you know, songs that 
kind of refused to conform to uh, um, pop radio. Yeah, any sort of structural norms is the kind of music that we've really been drawn to. And especially in the beginning, like I said, I listened to a lot of Celtic and classical. Jet was listening to a lot of of reggae and and rock and roll. So especially our earlier stuff Mm -hmm. was just kind of a mishmash of all those things. Like on the first album, we had written a lot of songs just kind of around those influences. But as the band has progressed with Miles Erdman from here in Roswell with his jazz influences and then like moved everybody, just the different musicians we've worked with and as our ears have developed, we definitely take from the kind of progressive folk rock bands, you know, Buffalo Springfield, The Birds, um, even underground stuff like Pentangle and Fairport Convention and Lindisfarne and like just all across the board, mm. lots of old stuff. And so that's that's been a huge influence for the band. And then recently, I mean, like in modern times of music, there's actually a lot of really good music out there. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of hard to find. But, you know, Black Keys, when they made pop radio with the Brothers album, that was huge for us. We're like, whoa, like it, how cool. It kind of opened know? up doors for so many different types of bands that had that kind of analog lo-fi thing going on. All of a sudden, bands were getting booked. In, in the better slots and festivals and stuff mm-hmm. that had been carrying that around and bands like uh, bands like uh, with other commercial success like the Avett Brothers and um, Mumford, Mumford and, and Sons, Sons you know, kind of brought folk rock back and folk music back into the charts and, and just where we were starting to hear it again on the radio and that that's been great for for us um, as far as booking and playing and people's ears are more open mm-hmm. to that kind of thing yeah. now you know and so that's been neat you even hear it in CMAs sometimes like uh, yeah last year it was crazy that, well know, the Avid brothers and rope finally won some awards man it's about time they're they're a huge influence on us too we love them yes yeah there's definitely been a shift in music and it's really and it's still here. going which yeah. is great it's I feel good. like this huge wave of this revolution of music is about to hit mm-hmm. our generation and it's just gonna be awesome yeah, yeah the next five years <laughs> of what's going to happen in the music industry is like really I, exciting. I think it's going to be just from what I've seen, I think it's going to be more of a DIY type atmosphere. Cause I, exactly. I've, I see a lot of, a lot of musicians, uh, they're going more towards their own Avenue. They're going to like the different sites so they can do their own distribution. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just cutting out the labels altogether because nowadays you can go, it, doesn't take as much as it used to with like recording because you can record you could buy the equipment mm-hmm. and like not take trying to take away from what engineers do because I have a lot of friends that are engineers and they know what they're doing and that, that's if, a that's a huge part of it but exactly what you're saying is just there's this whole there used to be sort of you know big name artists and then you know the broke little nobodies yeah. and and now with with technological advances and things um we're able to get you know equipment and Mm -hmm. advertise and market ourselves and and there's this whole rise of kind of middle class musicians if you will that are starting to exactly be able to do that tons of collaborations everywhere you know here in roswell is a huge one with secret circus and and everybody and then there's other pockets all across uh the southwest and the west that we have been to where we've been able to collaborate with other people and there's more of that sort of thing going on so yeah. it's cool so you um you guys have been lucky enough to uh make a living doing strictly music right mm-hmm. uh, you guys are continuously traveling i see it yeah and yeah. i mean don't get me wrong there's there's been you know 
moments where you know the slow seasons hit around the holidays and yeah. stuff the and chinook breaks you got to do what you got to do to make ends meet you know pick up side work and stuff you know chinook breaks rv parts are expensive but mm-hmm. for the most part by and large you know um uh you know we've been able to keep ourselves afloat thanks to all the people that support us and all the venues that keep having us back but it takes you know 150 to 200 shows a year to, to, to make that work and those are paying shows those aren't even the free shows or whatever that right. you... they're a combination of shows yeah. man we try to we try to mix it up uh with house concerts and uh special events of course we play lots of lots of bars and music venues festivals um fundraisers mm-hmm. i mean all kinds of stuff you got to play it all man yeah and speaking of fundraisers um are you guys involved with the uh compilation cd release that's going on in Rodoso? yeah on yes yeah we are you guys want to talk about that a little bit Sure, absolutely. Um, we were, how did it all start? I'm trying to think. Oh, actually, it was Jeff Lennon who had heard of Richard Cagle, who had moved up to Rodoso. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had told him about us. And so we met Richard Cagle and went to his studio up there. And beautiful studio. And Richard is such an incredibly nice and, and wonderful man. We had so much fun working with him on the album. And he's like, hey, I'm putting together this collaboration CD of Lincoln County musicians. And we were just like, dang, that's so neat. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for doing that. He's like, I want you guys to come and play. So he's like, have, you know, have a couple songs ready and we'll pick one. And we got to work with Donnie from Jones and Miles. Mm-hmm. And we went up there and we recorded, I think, three songs. And he's like, you guys want to do any more? And we're like, uh, sure. So it was really neat to be able to work with Richard in that way. And then... Um, he, we finally got Jones and Miles in there and we just all of us musicians just called each other and were like hey this yeah. guy's doing this go do it like get yeah. the experience get on that album and it was really cool and one of the incredible things about it too is you know New Mexico's a melting pot yeah. right you know what I mean yeah. like the culture's really diverse yeah. um, you know hardly anybody's from New Mexico yeah. so everybody ends that up here from very, different points that is a very true points statement. of the globe <laughs> and so uh, the the you know, the Ruidoso is a city with a population of 7,000 people. And so you would think that it's got like a certain vibe. There's a certain sound that would come out of the little mountain town. <laughs> mm-hmm. But dude, every track is so good. different. Oh, good. Yeah. It's so different. And I good, mean, yeah. you got, you got traditional bluegrass. You've got like almost uh, uh, progressive, almost Tejano style music. Okay. You've got uh, jazz. A, like a heavy metal or heavy rock, rock, hard rock song on there's there. There's a heavy rock song on there. There's our stuff. There's, um, there's solo acoustic, blues, blues. instrumental, yeah. instrumental. I mean, it's Everything. really diverse. There's um, even, uh, yeah. Anyways, so that's, that's one of the cool things I think about it, you know. Cool. And it's, uh, they're doing the release this Sunday? Yes, at, yes. And it's for charity? Did it I is. Oh, exactly, exactly. It's with, uh, with the food bank in uh, Rudoso, one, one of the folks there. Is it with Feed My Starving Children, Jet? It officially? is. Yeah, Feed My Starving Children, which we've worked with a lot. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful company. No, we are working with Feed My Starving Children. I'm sorry. That one is for okay, Lincoln you. County Food Bank. Oh, okay, the Lincoln County Food Lincoln Bank. Lincoln County Food Bank is what that's, uh, cool. that's promoting. Cool, cool. And so, um, well, we go back to your guys' stuff, a nice little plug there. Um, when you guys get ready to sit down and write a CD, what, what's your process? What's kind of sit the pro- down? <laughs> or what, what's your process when you guys get ready to record a CD? Uh, you know, I don't think we've developed that yet. Not okay. yet, definitely I don't know, not give yet. Give us 
20 years. Okay. No. <laughs> well, people answer that better. I'll, okay. uh, I'll give you a, give a you diagram. Give okay. <laughs> but I, uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's just everything's, everything is uh, – these songs we've been waiting to record for a long time, man. Okay. Um, part of them we wrote specifically for the album. Okay. Um, but uh, most all of them we wrote on the road. Um, you know, we we most everything kind of starts with a guitar riff that I have in mind that okay. has a certain feel or a mm -hmm. certain emotion, okay. and then Callie usually kind of outlines the the concept okay. of the song, <laughs> okay. usually, the novel behind. She usually writes each one. like a whole concept behind it. You know, uh, whether the whether it rhymes or not, and then from that we kind of break it down mm -hmm. and begin developing verses and courses and and all that um and and so you know a lot of our songwriting very rarely maybe other than of mountains and friends on the album just kind of came out okay most all yeah. of it is piece trial by and piece, error trial and error mm -hmm. you know sometimes we'll like last night chavo and callie and i we came up with a new song and we're not entirely sure about the structure of it so mm -hmm. we went ahead and played it live to see how it feels and then we'll probably get just back. put this out there and see, how, see how it feels and so sure. we'll probably get back in the rehearsal space and revise it three or four times before the song's finished yeah. you know how do you decide what you're gonna write about or like what the how do you go about that you know sometimes i don't think you really do get to decide sometimes i don't know it sometimes that when you're lucky enough the songs kind of decide for themselves you know like mm -hmm. what the chord progression or the riff you know says it says something yeah. and you've just got to figure out what it's trying to say you know what i mean i mean mm -hmm. i always believe that we're just an outlet for creativity you know it's not originally spawned from us we're just a filter for it yeah so you know cool yeah that's mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome i'm um we, so you guys don't uh go into writing for or when you get ready to record a cd you just kind of I just have a bunch of songs, and it's like, okay, this kind of works, this kind of works. And it, and, or, well, that's kind of a that's kind of a interesting answer with that. Like this album, you know, we really we we took a while making the next one because various um, various things involved, time, um, finding out where to do it, etc. And the stars just kind of aligned up yeah. for this one. And there were several songs that we knew we wanted to record, and that we just felt like they were ready. Like we've been playing them. We they had a solid structure, and we were really comfortable with them. Okay. And so that's that's kind of how that worked. And then um, we we would love to be able to sit down and like take a couple of months off and lock ourselves in a cabin yeah. somewhere and write. I mean, that would be ideal, and that's yeah. what we work towards. But like Jet was saying earlier, you know, in order to um, take care of everything you got to take care of. Yeah. You have to feed yourself and, and everything you've got to you stay gotta working. And, exactly. So right now at the level that we're at, um, we still have to, you know, tour and, and continue to get our presence out there. Yeah. And hopefully at some point in the near future, we'll be able to be, do that. Mm -hmm. And there, But all these songs were always a written you know along the road like we'd have maybe a day or two yeah. off and we'd be sitting out in a parking lot or in a park and yeah. and be like hey this this riff works like what do you think what do you see and so there was a little s snippets of there's that definitely songs that belong with each other though mm -hmm. and it's almost like we have different collections of songs yeah you know what i mean like there's a bunch of songs that we play live that we haven't recorded that definitely have like a similar feel and a relatable mm -hmm. a related message yeah you know what I mean? To where we kind of like 
you know, we, we're looking a few albums down the road yeah. and we're always thinking, well, this song really works well together with this song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that shows itself in the set lists yeah. live. And so it, these songs, you know, showed themselves in the set list live. So it was natural that they would end up on an album together. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. So what's the um, biggest difference between this album and your first album? What do you feel the biggest difference is? <laughs> At least a thousand shows for one. Okay. <laughs> In between them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean. So just your. So everything, you know, we were really green with the first one and, and very grateful to get in the studio. Um, but, you know, with working with all the different drummers that we have and, and the different instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I know, wasn't going to bring up the drummers. Uh, yeah, uh, bring up running the drummers. joke. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we've worked with some fantastic uh, instrumentalists that have that have pushed our musical creativity and and uh uh performance and uh you know vocally touring as a duo has changed us a lot vocally you know Mm -hmm. the dynamics of our voices um and then in fact we we worked on the songs with donnie Mm -hmm. and we recorded half of the album with secret circus here in roswell and then the other half in rodoso and we laid the tracks down and then we went on several duo tours this summer we got back from the duo tours, and, and being alone together on stage with just our acoustic instruments and our voices, we really had we really heard a lot of things we needed to work on, and it really opened our ears to, to harmonies and singing together, and we got a lot tighter with it. So we actually went back into the studios and completely re-recorded all the vocals. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice. So we listened to them and we we're like, wow, you know, I think we can. I think we can do better. <laughs> yeah. Do better, and so we redid all the vocals, and uh, yeah, so. You know what's the 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 storytelling elements and and the rootsy elements like found in the first album are there, you mm-hmm. know, in the second album. But everything else has pretty much changed. Cool, it's <laughs> a good answer. Um, so your official release was last night. You did the yes. uh, the uh, original release in mm-hmm. Rodoso. You had a show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we. Back- it went great. It, we had a full online uh, release yesterday, and then we had the, the show, and it was awesome. It mm. was so cool. We were not sure because weather was kind of weird, and a lot of people had a whole bunch going on. And, you know, it's close yeah. to the holidays, so you never really know. But we're like, man, we're just going to have fun. And, and it was awesome. It was packed. It was virtually sold out. I don't think we could have sardined anybody yeah. else in there. It was good. It was so much fun. And then we had uh, my dad, who is featured on both albums, actually, mm-hmm. he's he's played lead on the first album with the song Great River, and then now he has played lead for Fall Ballad, which is on the second album. Yeah. And he's playing with us tonight at Pecos Flavors, lead guitar. And he's just an incredible musician, and, and he played last night, so it'll be fun. Awesome. Awesome. That is so good to hear that you had a great turnout last night. I, mean, I saw some of the videos pop up on Facebook, or yeah, on Facebook, like I was telling you before we got started here, and yeah, it, it was it was busy. It was packed. <laughs> cool. So, I know you got a show. You got to get ready to go, so I won't keep you much longer. Um, what what's the what's the future hold for you guys? Where do you where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself in five years? Wow. Um, well, we're Europe. <laughs> yeah. Chavo Chavo's sitting here. Chavo. Yeah, Chavo's sitting here, and he's he really speaking our mind. Europe is definitely where we're setting our sights. Um, cool. We're shooting for, there's a possibility that we might even be able to uh, jump the pond in 2017, awesome. but it's not confirmed yet. Yeah. 
we've been uh we really need to get over to the east coast a little bit more mm -hmm. um we've been hitting the west coast pretty hard and in, in the central sure. states um, but we really need to hit the east coast a little bit but here lately we've been doing some uh some more like callie said some more acoustic stripped down duo stuff yeah. i definitely want to explore that more mm -hmm. with our live shows mm -hmm. and and uh, like chavo said we're definitely definitely looking to get over to europe and the uk Sweet. Yeah, Very we soon. we want to be able to continue to make a better and better music and push ourselves mm -hmm. into all kinds of different creative avenues in, in the music industry and um, continue to build this collective that we have going on with our friends and fellow musicians and continue touring. Yeah, exactly. Cover the whole nation and then get over to Europe and, and everywhere else. Yeah. And yeah, and hopefully tour with some of our favorite all-time bands as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys definitely need to get down to South Florida, like the Florida Keys area. They have a huge uh, bluegrass festival, which I think you guys would be perfect for. Nice. Awesome, man. And yeah, we're so, headed down to Florida in August. So. Oh, really? Sweet. Mm -hmm. This uh, this is in January. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, you, I think you guys would do fantastic. There's a huge just independent music scene down there. Very oh, cool. Oh, cool. Nice. So, um, well... It's time for my favorite part of the interview. <laughs> favorite question. Uh-oh. Why music? Ooh, that is a good question. That is an excellent question. You know what? I, I ask myself that quite a bit. <laughs> um, I feel like with music and musicians, I feel like a lot, of, a lot of musicians don't really have a choice. You know, music kind of picks the person. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... Um, my musical, you know, inspiration and ability, you know, I give direct, uh, direct credit to the Lord, you know, I mean, it's yeah. without, without him, none of this would be possible. And, Absolutely. and, uh, you know, me and Callie's relationship with each other and, uh, spiritually has grown through music mm -hmm. and it's so ingrained in a part of our lives now, you know, it's just, yeah. it's not really separable yeah. at yeah. this point in time. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a spiritual kind of push and, and growth and fate, if you will. And like I mentioned earlier, I had no intentions of, of being a musician. Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't think I was going to do that. And instead, I definitely felt kind of led into it, kind of chosen for it, I guess. I don't know. It sounds kind of weird to say, yeah. but um, music but has such are. a it's such a great balance for me. I'm a very visual person and I love telling stories and I love being able to, to make people smile and laugh and dance. And so like this whole entertainment storytelling and then, and, and giving people hope and a sense of direction, you know, songs stick with us. So, I mean, through our mm -hmm. entire lives, we have songs that take us back to a memory or take us to far away or, or, or hone us in. And I, I really want to be a part of that experience. I, I want my music to be able to, help people's lives you know something and mm -hmm. in, in something in that i that i can write that i can put out there can help someone later on like hey i remember you know this song or this lyric line and it helped me through. and i just that's that's why music for me it's a great platform to help this world out <laughs> you know and it's like it's like it's like anything it's like why music it's like why not yeah. you know it's like you do film and and recording and yeah. You know, why not? Because you love it, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's almost you don't have an option. You know, and when you have a passion for something, thing. just kind of have to go with it. You, <laughs> exactly. you got to hold on to it and feed it. Very true. Very true. So um, go ahead and uh, plug where people can find you on the internet. I know you guys got some 
very cool music videos out and whatnot, so feel free to... Me? Okay. Okay, so we got... Uh, you can find us at Twitter, uh, Gleewood Band. Um, you can find Facebook, Gleewood Facebook. Uh, GleewoodMusic.com is where you can find our music. And, of course, our videos can be found on our website as well, mm-hmm. GleewoodMusic.com. Yes. Yeah, and, and YouTube and all that good stuff. I mean, we're, we're everywhere. <laughs> That's good. You guys got any uh, tours coming up? or are you? We do. We've got the show tonight, and mm-hmm. then we're playing in Lubbock tomorrow night. Um, and then the backstage, at the backstage, uh huh. And then after that, we'll be home for Christmas. And then as soon as the new year starts, we're gonna start the new album tour, and we'll Perfect. continue to tour heavily. It'll be taking us all across New Mexico yet again, northern New Mexico, southern Colorado, and then up into Utah and Idaho and Washington and Montana and Wyoming, and we'll hit up the everywhere in the nice. next couple months. <laughs> we're hoping to make it up to Utah ourselves. We got some musicians. Oh, good. We're thinking probably April we'll be up. Oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. We, we made a lot of friends up in Salt Lake. City, oh, good. So good. Man, there's some phenomenal musicians up there. We, we really and great will. film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. We uh, want to work with uh, Robin Cage. I'm sure you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really talented. Yeah, we did uh, that collaborative oh, video yeah. with her, yeah. White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, a, that was another good video. <laughs> good. Yeah, it was a video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for uh, coming in and sitting down. I've, like I said before, I've been trying to do this for a while, and glad we finally got a chance. Thanks, yeah. man. Thanks for having us, brother. Thank, thank you, you live for, and amplified. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us today. Uh, we do have a couple of sponsors we'd like to thank. Thank you to Stellar Coffee for always providing us a place to record. You can find them on Facebook at Stellar Coffee Co., Thank you to the Liberty for helping us line up acts and everything that they do for us. You can find them on Facebook at the Liberty, and then their website is thelibertyinc.com. And then also thank you to Zen Sports. Uh, Zen Sports has always been a proud sponsor of what we do. They help us any way they can. And uh, make sure you find us on Facebook at Live and Amplified or liveandamplified.net is our website. And thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.